Um, I would say stay up here, but we won't do that. I'll call you up soon, all right? Um, well, if we haven't met, my name is Joshua Etman. Um, and yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you. I have one of the longest titles in the world. Someone said, yeah, you do. Wow. Wow. Um, kind of petty, but that's okay. All right. So I serve as uh, AVP of Spiritual Life and Dean of Multicultural Engagement. Happy to be here. Welcome to Preview Day students, athletes. We're so excited that you are here. Can we give them a shout? Come on. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I got a text from AD Mike Knipe, and he asked me to uh, pub the basketball games this weekend. So if you have the time, would you join the basketball team this weekend to hang with them, to cheer them on, to celebrate them as they get the W? Yeah, so, so be there, be there, be there. Um, all right, so I need about 30 minutes of your time, 11.50. Actually, you're here to 12.30, right, for prayer, right, 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 right. Yeah, okay. Um, someone's looking at me like, what's wrong with this guy? Um, hey, I'm just free to be me like only I can. Mr. Authentic, I'm that man. All right. Anyway, um, I stole that from, was that YPJ? Yep. Anyway, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, Luke 19, Luke 19, if you have your Bible or Bible app, if you have that leather-bound Bible, the big Bible, pull it out. Come on, Luke 19. Luke 19, meet me there. I'm not going to read all the verses. I'm going to go from 1 through 10, hopefully. Um, and then, yeah, we'll worship out, all right? Uh, let me pray again. Father, we, we need you in these moments. We do. And we ask that you would have your way in us. All of us, Lord, we're in this moment. We're in this time. We need you to speak to us. We need a word from you. So would you speak, God? Word my mouth. Think through my mind. Stand in my body. Have me to say those things you would want me to say, not for form or fashion, not to get some kind of glory or some accolades or have some kind of self-actualization up here. But Lord, I pray that your glory would be made known in our midst. And I pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, I have a question for you. Have you ever been desperate before? No. Yes. Uh, uh, someone over here said, yeah, thank you. That's my man right there, too. Those are my people's. Uh, but somebody over here is acting like they ain't never been desperate before. Have you ever been desperate before? All right. There we go. All right. I, I, I didn't want to give this illustration because I've been made aware of NCU memes. And uh, I think my record on NCU memes is super low right now. And so I don't want to be a meme, but I'm just going to share it anyway. You can meme me if you want to. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to share it anyway. Some of you already heard this story. I'm, in, I'm, I'm five years old, five years old, maybe six, maybe six. And uh, we had this little uh, class assembly, maybe a school assembly. Everybody was in the building from K through eighth grade. Everybody, Ridgewood Baptist Academy there in Joliet, Illinois. And they were giving out prizes. They were giving out candy. Um, and so what had happened was, uh, the principal said that if you say a good joke, I'll give you candy. Yes, they did, Pastor Ellerton. That's what the principal said. 
And my brother got up there. He was he had all the confidence in the world to do pop literally popped his collars. And he told a joke and everyone erupted in applause. They, they went crazy. They were like, oh, that was the best joke ever. So like my brother was confident. So I got confident. I'm like, I, so so here's the deal. Let me backtrack and say this. I had, you probably don't know this, maybe you do. I had my eyes on a banana Laffy Taffy. Y'all don't know nothing about the banana Laffy Taffy. And so here I am, desperate for that banana Laffy Taffy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sister, as you should be, yep. My mouth was watering as my eyes locked on that scrumptious Laffy Taffy. All right, okay, I gotta speed up. So, um, the principal said, do you have a joke? I said, absolutely I do. What's your joke, man? Yeah. Now this is when it gets weird, all right? I said, what did the pig say to the mouse? Nope, anyone else? No? Gosh, that's that's exactly what happened that day. I'm like I'm like still like counseling uh, th therapy uh, processing this because I just I, I'm still recovering from it. Truly, I am. I'm still recovering from it. I said, eat the ribs. You all are laughing. That's so cool. Thank you. I'm being healed right now. Well, that's not what happened that day. The whole, it, the, the chapel was about this big. It really was. Everyone booed me. Check this out, though. The principal literally booed me. Dude was like, boo. It was the craziest thing ever. The craziest thing ever. But guess what I got? I got that banana Laffy Taffy. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. So here in this text, we find a man named Zacchaeus. Uh, Zacchaeus was a small little man, and a small little man was he. He climbed up in a sycamore tree for the Lord he wanted to see. And as the Savior passed his way, he looked up in the tree and he said, for I'm coming to your house today. Yep, yep. They, you, you got it. You got it. Oh. Zacchaeus was desperate. He, he was desperate. He wanted to encounter Jesus. And this text in Luke 19, it's written to reveal to us that if we want to encounter Jesus, we must get desperate. 
And that's all I want to talk to you about in, in the few minutes that I have with you. I want to talk about the title from the title Desperate for Jesus. Look, look, look at the person next to you and say, I'm desperate for Jesus. I'm desperate for Jesus. I'm desperate for Jesus. Maybe you should ask them, are you desperate for Jesus? Yeah, uh-huh. You desperate for Jesus. I'm not desperate. I'm not desperate for some kind of accolades. I'm not desperate for some kind of popularity. I'm not desperate for fame or fortune, though, God, if you give me some fortune, I promise you I would steward it well. But I'm not desperate for that. I'm desperate for Jesus. Jesus had just healed a blind beggar in the last chapter and is making his way to Jericho where he meets a man named Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus finds a way to get the king of kings and the Lord of lords to come to his house to hang with him for a day. But why did Jesus select Zacchaeus? Well, ultimately, Jesus does what he wants to do. Ultimately, Jesus was seeking Zacchaeus more than Zacchaeus was seeking him. I love what Tozer says. I say this all the time. God waits to be wanted. He does. He, he waits for the desperate. He waits for those who are hungry for him. He waits for those who are thirsting for him. He waits for those who are going after him. God responds to our desperation. Zacchaeus was desperate. Well, what did Zacchaeus do? First thing he did was he did not let anything stop him from seeing Jesus. No, he didn't. He did not let anything stop him from seeing Jesus. The Bible says that as Jesus was going through uh, or entered into Jericho, he was passing through. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus. And the Bible says the guy was a tax collector. and He was he was rich, though his name Zacchaeus means pure. He was making money. Uh, how can I say this? Probably in a sketchy way. You see, uh, he had a little side hustle going on. What he would do is he would gain his income by extorting more money from the people. And he would give the Roman uh, government some money. Then he would, you know, he would pocket some of the money. He had a hustle going on. He got rich by hustling. I could hear him say, I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler, baby. Anyway. But out of all this, he was seeking to see who Jesus was. But on account of the crowd, the Bible says he could not because he was small. He couldn't see. This man is seeking to see Jesus. He's seeking to possess Jesus. He's seeking to experience Jesus. He's seeking to encounter Jesus. He's seeking to be in the company of Jesus. I'm not mad at you either. I'm not mad. Uh, for the preview day students, I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. This is what we call black history right here. All right. All right. All right okay. I only got five minutes. And. Zacchaeus was thirsty. He was hungry. Zacchaeus could not see Jesus because of the crowd. I mean, can you imagine with me? Jesus' fame is spreading throughout all of Jericho. He, he had healed a blind beggar in the previous chapter. Scores of people are coming to Jesus. And, and Zacchaeus was about five feet tall. But Zacchaeus didn't allow his situation to stop him from encountering Jesus. 
He didn't allow people to stop him from encountering Jesus. He found another route to see Jesus. He ran on ahead is what the Bible says in verse 4 and climbed up into a, a, a sycamore tree. For Jesus was about to pass that way. He's like, I need to get in the way of Jesus. Is there anybody here where you're saying, I, I need to get in the way of Jesus. I know he's passing by. I hear the sound of Jesus. I need to get to Jesus. I need to get in his way. And Zacchaeus got desperate. Dude climbed a sycamore tree. Here it is. He's rich. He didn't let his socioeconomic status get in the way of him experiencing Jesus. He didn't let his identity as a tax collector get in in the way of experiencing Jesus. No, he put that all to the side and he climbed up a sycamore tree because he wanted to see Jesus. His heart is beating fast. His head is drenched in sweat because it's a warmer climate there. It's kind of hot there. And he's running. He was excited about the fact that he was able to see Jesus. I don't know what I'm feeling this morning. Are you excited? Do you get excited when Jesus shows up? Maybe I should pause right there and say this. Do you get it? I have three points. I do, but I think I'm done. Do you get excited when Jesus shows up? Do, I, I promise you I have three points. I have illustrations. I have, you all saw this. I did 30 minutes, but I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Do you get excited? I promise you I'm done. Do you get excited when Jesus, Ben, come on up. Ben, come on up. Do you get excited when Jesus shows up? Are you like, you know what? I'm not going to let my socioeconomic status, I'm not going to let the fact that I'm black or brown or Hispanic or Asian or white, it doesn't matter, or if I'm Native American, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to let, if I'm poor or rich, I'm not going to let my, my, my own idiosyncrasies or my own insecurities get in the way of me encountering Jesus. Jesus is passing by. Jesus is stopping by. I have to get in the way of Jesus. If that means that I have to climb a tree, I'll climb a tree. If that means I need to do some jumping jacks. I'll do some jumping jacks. If I have to wave my hands, I'll wave. If I have to shout it to God, I'll shout it to God. I will not let my circumstance stop me from experiencing Jesus. I promise you, I did not mean to go this way, but Jesus, the mind regulator, Jesus, the heart fixer, Jesus, the one who was and is to come, Jesus, the healer of our souls, Jesus, the one who's, has, wait, why are you looking at me like that? Has Jesus set you free? Are you the redeemed of the Lord? Then say something to me. It's Jesus or nothing. It's Jesus over everything. It's Jesus, 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 baby. It's Jesus. I'm desperate for Jesus. I'm longing for Jesus. I'm hungry for Jesus. I can't stop until I get Jesus. I need Jesus to rock me. I need Jesus to give me purpose. I need Jesus to speak to me. I need Jesus to sup with me. I need Jesus to hang at my house. And my wife says, amen, as she's watching. 
Yes, Jesus, come to, come to our house. Come to our house. Fill our house. Give us power in our house. Give us authority in our house. Favor us in this house. Is there anybody in the balcony? You're like, I need Jesus. I need Jesus. I don't need another speaker. I don't need another worship. I love the worship team here. I don't need another worship team. I don't need another personality because half of them are falling anyway. I need you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. I ain't judging no one that's falling either. I say that with tears in my eyes because I hear some of y'all, oh, you judging the folk that fall. No, I'm not. I say that with tears in my eyes. The problem is we have begin, begun to make people more superior and more glorious and more powerful than Jesus. But Jesus is the one who will never fail us. Jesus is the one who will never leave us nor forsake us. Jesus is the one that would do more than what we can even ask, think, or imagine. Is there anybody here that can say, I'm desperate for Jesus? I'm desperate for Jesus. I'm not desperate for three points in a poem. I heard you do that before, Joshua. I'm desperate for an encounter with Jesus. I'm not here to hear your put together and very art. Pray if you pray articulately, do that. But I'm not just here for that. I'm here to encounter the man who is a Palestinian Jew who came and hung with us as Emmanuel, God with us, who came from the suburbs of heaven to the ghettos of earth. And he said, I'm with you wherever you go. I'm here to hang with the one who can heal our souls. I'm here to be with the one who can do more, who can do more, who can do more. I'm here for that. I'm here for the Jesus that speaks life to me. I'm here for the Jesus who will change me. I'm here for that Jesus. I want that Jesus. I need that Jesus. I can't think without you, Jesus. That's what Ty Tribbett said. Where would I be without you, Jesus? I can't live without you, Jesus. My, my uh, wife's grandmother used to say, without him, you are nothing. And without him, you can't do anything. Let us never forget. It doesn't matter how many degrees we get. It doesn't matter how much money we have in our bank account. It doesn't matter if we ascend the corporate ladder. And I hope you do. It doesn't matter. You need Jesus. And I need Jesus. I'm not alone, and you're not alone. We need Jesus. I can't make it without Jesus. And Zacchaeus is our example today. He said, Jesus. I know who I am. I know what I've done. I did wrong. I took money from people. I did it. It's me. It's me, Jesus. I did it wrong. I spoke words of, of uh, uh, malicious words to people. I've hurt people. I've done things that I should not have done. I've said things that I should not have said. I've sinned against you and against people, Jesus. And Jesus, I need you. I need you. Is there anybody here? saying, I need you. I'm desperate for you, Jesus. There it is. I'm desperate. Is there anyone here that's desperate for Jesus? Uh, I, I, I'm not desperate just for worship. I'm desperate for Jesus. I, I, I'm not desperate to have a, a million followers on Instagram. If I do, I want to, I want to point them to Jesus. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to preach on the biggest platforms. If I do, Lord, help me to point them to Jesus. 
Because he's the one who said in John 10, 10, I've come that they might have life and have it, Zoe, to the full. Zoe life. I need Jesus. I need Jesus. I'm desperate for Jesus. Can we go to uh, verses five through eight? What does that say? Uh, there's one there's one point and, I, and I'm done. Uh, verses five through eight. Matter of fact, why don't you stand up right there? Lift up your hands right there. Come on. We, we're desperate for Jesus. Whatever it takes, Lord, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. Uh, we're, we're desperate for Jesus. Come on, lift up, lift up your voice right here, right here. You thought you were going to hear a nice sermon and God set us all up. I, I was ready. I'm telling you, I was ready. My wife's like, dude, why, why you keep, why you, I hear you, babe. why you, why you doing all, you 20 hours writing sermons and to point them to Jesus. That's my, that's my encouragement to you today. Point them to Jesus. Not your philosophy, not your ideology, not your strategies in ministry. We got all those are great, but point them to Jesus. When you point them to Jesus, I promise you, lives will be changed. Yeah, uh, yeah, go to, go to. So, so Jesus tells him, hey, hey, come down. I'm going to stay at your house. And can you go to uh, verse, yep. So check this out. Check, look at here, look at here. So he hurried and came down. And the Bible says he received him joyfully. Now, okay, I have to say this, I, and, and, I, and I, I'm not trying to throw shade at, this is no shade, no shade. I'm not trying to throw shade at no one. I'm just going to, I'm going to drop it and then, then we're going we to go for it because we're desperate for Jesus. Here's the thing. The Bible says that he received, Zacchaeus received him joyfully. Now, I, I say this quite often. I come from, from the chocolate church where being joyful ain't really that difficult. That's just what we do. We enter into his gates with thanksgiving. We enter his course with praise. We just come in praise. That's what we do. We lose ourselves. And I would argue, I would argue, the scholars here could debate with me, and that's fine, that Pentecost, uh, uh, the church was birthed out of, it was, it was ugly. I mean, they got cloven tongues of fire like going on. They got folks speaking in unknown tongues and different languages. All the languages were being heard. It's messy. Peter had to get up and say, hey, hold, hold on, hold on. They're not drunk like you suppose. I promise you they're not drunk. This actually was that that was spoken to us, remember, y'all, by the prophet Joel. He said, in the last days, I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh. That's what he said. They were desperate. They waited until the wind showed up. They were desperate for Jesus. Zacchaeus said he responded joyfully. When Jesus showed up, he didn't stop worshiping. He got ugly. He got undignified. He, he, didn't, uh, he didn't button his collar. Uh, and if you do that, that's fine. I love churches like that, okay? I love churches like that. But he got a little ugly. And he, and he received Jesus joyfully. How are you receiving Jesus today? 
How are, how are you receiving Jesus? When, when, when we worship, are you coming in worshiping or are you waiting for worship live to tell you to worship? Somebody come get me. It's 1142. Are, are, you, are you waiting for worship live to help you? Worship, or do you come in? This joy that I have, the world ain't given to me, and they can't take it away. Listen, I'm about to lose my mind because God has been too good to me. Yeah, God has healed my body. God has healed my wife. God has healed my sister-in-law. God has restored. God has saved me. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I won't be quiet. Nope. Well, you too loud. Exactly. That's exactly what I am. I'm loud. And there are times to reflect. Yes, it is. There are. I love that too. Trust me. I got all of it in my bag. I do. All of it. Meditation. Right? Silent. Solitude. I do all, take a walk outside. Whatever it takes. I'm going to go after the king. I'm going after the king. I'm desperate for Jesus. And, I'm, and, and here's the deal. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, Jeremiah said it's kind of like a fire shut up in your bones. I, so, okay. I don't know what, I don't know what's happening. Okay. So, so, um, so yes, I hear you. I hear you, Dr. Darius Daniels. He says this, he says this. I love this. He said, God responds according to your desperation. Well, Joshua, does Dr. Darius via you have some Bible to back up that? Yep. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. What will happen? They will be filled. Yeah, I got it. I want to talk to them up there. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall, or will, I'm King James, shall be filled. Is there anybody here hungry for Jesus? Desperate for Jesus? Wanting more of Jesus? Jesus? Is Jesus in my classroom? Is Jesus in the dorm room? Is Jesus in my leadership? Is Jesus in my ministry? Is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus? I can't do it without Jesus. You don't want to know why? I'm sorry. I hear you, Flame. I want to see more of him because I'm sick of more of me. I want to be like Zach Key in that sycamore tree. I want to see more of him because I'm sick of more of me. I'm sorry, Lord. I want more of you. I'm desperate for you. I've set you all up for prayer, by the way. It's 1145. We're going to go right into going in. And I'm going I'm, I'm to get off this microphone because there are a whole bunch of folks in here that can stir up the pot. And that's what we're going to do today. We're about to stir up the pot. If you have to, nope, I'm not even going to say if you have to leave. I hope you can stay. If you have to go, bless you. But we're about to stir up the pot because I believe that look, before you leave, though, if you don't have to leave, don't leave. Because I believe there are people here. We used to do a thing called, uh, I love this, I love this, I love this. We used to do a thing called tag team. And I'm sorry for the preview day students, admissions. This done got awkward. And I, I hope, I, uh, 
I promise you next time you come, I'll have three points. I'll have a dope intro for you. I'll have great transition statements. I'll have a conclusion to wrap it all up. I'll tie it up in a boat for you, and you can go on your way. But this is what we're doing today. We're about to do some tag team praying. <laughs> we, I'm talking about students, staff, faculty. We're about to go in because here's the deal. We are desperate for Jesus. And I guess, like I said last time, I guess I won't get invited back again, but I kind of make the calendar, so we'll see about that. <laughs> but here's the deal. I believe God is about to mark us today. But it's not just going to come through one individual. I don't even, I, I, I'll put this mic down. Let's go after God together because we're desperate. Our institution, we need him. We need Jesus in our, in our senior leadership team. We need Jesus amongst our staff. We need Jesus amongst our faculty. We need Jesus in our student body. We need Jesus. Is there anybody here, okay, that want Jesus? All right, you're, you're wanting Jesus. You desire Jesus. Come on, lift up your hands, right? You probably haven't lifted up your hands in like 20 years. Come on, lift up your hands. God's about to speak to you right there right there God's about to speak to you now open up your mouth open up your mouth come on come on open up your mouth God we need rock us mark us today we need your presence oh God open up the gifts of the spirit even now the prophetic gifts open up the gifts Lord God I pray for a release for an anointing that destroys yokes that lifts the burdens God right now in the name of Jesus we need you come on Holy Spirit come on Holy Spirit fall afresh on us. We don't want to be the same. We're tired of waiting on a speaker to charge us up. We're tired of waiting on a song to charge us up. Holy Ghost, fall afresh on us right now in the name of Jesus. God, we need you. There it is. God, we need you. We need your presence. We need your power. We want more of you, God. I'm tired of being depressed. I'm tired of being concerned about what people think. I want to be undignified. If I have to climb a tree, I'll climb a tree. Whatever it takes, God, God, whatever it takes, God. Hungry for you, Jesus.